guys, welcome back to another episode of Young Adult Problems. I just came back from a mini little staycation. I don't I don't even know if it's considered a staycation because it wasn't really in my hometown area. I went to go visit my old college town, which like is kind of far but not that far. Like it's within driving distance. Does that count as a staycation? I don't know. Anyways, I went to go visit it for like a week and for some reason, the entire week, I spent so much money on food. Normally, I don't eat out that much, but this past week, I went feral. Do I regret it? Maybe a little bit. I don't know, like something in my brain was unleashed. Maybe it's because of the fact that I just didn't leave my house for a month and a half. Anyways, I don't even know why I'm telling you guys all of this. Let's jump into today's topic. Today, I want to talk about the pressure of feeling lost or behind in life. The pressure of seeing everyone in their 20s starting to progress in life, really starting to take on adult responsibilities. And, you know, it kind of weighs on your shoulders because it's like, oh, people my age are doing this and that. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing, too. But I'm not at that point yet. And it can make you feel like you're not progressing enough. It's like by the time you hit maybe 22 or 23, you're expected to have a job at this point. You're expected to be supporting yourself. And when you see so many people already being able to take on this certain path in life, it makes you feel like you're behind because it's easy to think that there must be something wrong with the way you're living if it's not progressing at the same rate as other people. So I kind of want to dive more into the different pressures of seeing everyone progress in life. The main one for me, the main thing that's made me feel a lot of pressure as a young adult was seeing that everyone around me already knew what they wanted to do with their lives and what career they wanted to pursue. And, you know, at the same time, I had no clue what it was that I wanted to do with my life. I felt like this for so long. And to be honest, I still feel this way. When you're younger, you know, a lot of people start to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? But it's okay at that age not to know because you're like literally just a little kid. You have time to figure it out. You have time to experiment. You have time to take different classes. So you kind of go through middle school, high school, like your teenage years, cruising through different classes, just learning new things, sort of figuring out some sort of idea of what it is that you like or what it is that you're good at. But then when you hit college, the answer to that question, what do you want to be when you grow up, that becomes a lot more serious and it becomes a lot more real. Because once you're out of college, then it's like, okay, I actually have to pursue something and I have to pursue something now. That's the pressure that I felt. Even through college, I had no clue. There are some kids who are born with a passion or they figure it out at a very young age and they're like, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. Like they just know. And because they know so early on, it's like they can envision themselves in the future doing what it is that they know they want to do. And it's easier to figure out the steps of how to get to that position as opposed to when you have no clue, you're really just spending all of your time exploring different things until you finally figure out possibly something that might interest you. You know, it might not even interest you a lot, but it might be something that it's like, hey, this is something I can do. I went into college as a sustainable environmental design major. I know, super random, super specific, but I didn't stick with it for long because I was like, 
am I going to be happy doing this? Like, I don't know. The job options are very limited. Like, I don't even know why I chose this, to be honest. So then I was like rethinking all my options. And at that time, for some reason, every single person around me was pursuing biology or chemistry or something in that field. And because I felt that pressure of like, I need to figure out what I'm going to major in right now, I decided that I was going to switch to a biology major. And I solely only did that because I felt like if everyone around me was doing it, like then maybe this is something I should do. I had no interest in biology. I've always been mediocre at science. I mean, I could do enough to get by, but an hour of studying for someone else was five hours of studying for me. So it didn't come that easily to me. Therefore, I didn't totally enjoy it. And I mean, even in high school, I dropped out of an AP bio class because I was like, you know what? I'm never going to pursue this in life. Which, by the way, a little tangent story here. When I dropped out of that AP bio class, the teacher pulled me aside after class and gave me a whole lecture about how I was dropping out because he found out that I cheated and I was too scared to admit that I cheated. And I was literally on the verge of tears when he said that because I was so angry. First of all, he was lying and gaslighting me. I literally never even tried to cheat in his class. I mean, he already had the reputation of being a scary teacher, right? He's the kind of teacher who likes to make his students cry. So number one, why would I even try to cheat in a class where the teacher is infamous for being crazy and scary and someone who has no chill? He literally pulled me aside and was like, you know what? I'm gonna let you drop my class, but I don't believe it's because you don't want to pursue bio. I think it's because you cheated. He just kept accusing me of that and didn't want to hear anything that I had to say. So, you know, even though I was trying to get words out of my mouth, they would just fly right past his head. But also, I could barely get any words out of my mouth because my brain couldn't process what I wanted to say because my anxiety kicked in. And all you could see on my face were my extremely red cheeks and my eyes on the verge of releasing a flood of tears. Not because I was sad, I was just... I was so angry. And then he would continue to torment me. So like after I dropped his class, he would come into one of my other classes because he was close with the teacher. And he would come up to me, say my first and last name and just wave at me and stand there as if he was completely mocking me or he just wanted to let me know that he never forgot about the incident that went down. And it wasn't any regular type of wave. Like he would stand there, wave and smile for a good eight to 10 seconds before leaving. Like that's a long time if you think about it. So it was kind of really creepy. That made me like literally never want to deal with him or science again because first of all, I did not cheat. Second of all, that just associated bad memories with science for me. That was unfortunately kind of scary and I don't think I'll ever erase that from my brain but anyways um I think I just had some pent-up anger there from holding it in for a few years so back to what I was originally talking about basically I never knew exactly what I wanted to do and I was feeling constant pressure because everyone around me knew and I was forcing myself to choose something even though I didn't know what I wanted to do just because everyone around me was choosing so I ended up taking I think 30 units for the bio major before I kind of snapped back into reality and realized that, you know what, this isn't the only option for me. 
just because everyone around me is doing it. But 30 units was a lot, so it took me a long time to realize that. It was almost a whole year worth of classes. And then I think after bio, I was considering design. And then after design, I finally switched to cognitive science. You might be asking, what is cognitive science? Um, that is the major for all the students who don't know what it is that they want to do. So that's the only answer I have for you. Point being is that there's a big pressure around knowing what you want to do with your life. That's the, that's the first thing that's really always made me feel pressured as a young adult. The second thing that I've noticed that tends to make people feel like they're not progressing at the right pace in life is finding a job. So once you graduate from college, I feel like the expected things to do is to get a job. Like that's what everybody says. Even when I was in high school or in my early years of college, I remember telling my parents, if I don't get a job right out of college, please don't hate me. Like I gave them a warning years in advance. Because it sounded crazy to me that people were starting jobs immediately after school. Which, like, it makes sense for a lot of people. But for other people, especially as someone who still didn't really know what they wanted to do with their life, that might not be it, you know? Maybe you need time in between finishing up your classes and starting work. Or maybe you're just having a hard time finding a job. I mean, especially in this day and age, I don't blame you. It's really hard to get a job. But the pressure of seeing people, especially online, like on LinkedIn, right? Like you see all these posts that are like, hey, I just want to announce that I've landed a position as a software engineer at Meta. Seeing people make these long posts about getting employed, starting with a new company, especially all at once, it really, it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, they just graduated and they're already working. Like, what am I doing? It's easy to feel like you're doing something wrong or that you're behind. People often associate getting a career right after college with success when it shouldn't be because everybody works at a different pace. No one person is the same. So it's not fair that you're putting all this pressure on yourself to complete things at a certain time or to get a job at a certain time. But it's almost inevitable to not feel the pressure because it might feel like everyone around you is just moving forward in life. And then there are times where you'll maybe catch up with someone and people ask how you're doing and what it is that you're doing. And it might be hard to talk about because if you feel behind, you might think that the people you're talking to also think you're behind in life. So you might feel embarrassed to be like, hey, I don't actually have a job yet. Or, hey, I'm actually still in school because it took me a little longer. Like, I guess there's just a pressure of telling people what you're doing if you're not necessarily quote-unquote, on track. Another thing that I tend to see from people who are in their 20s, along with getting new jobs, is moving out. Moving out is really a symbol of independence and starting adulthood on your own and maturing. It's also something that I never ever really thought about because the first thing that's always come to my mind is that Moving out is expensive, so how am I going to have the funds if I just graduated college? Like, my plans forever and always were to just move back home right after college. Like, I've always thought this, so I never even really considered moving out. That was just an expensive option, and I didn't really think it was necessary for me to move out. But suddenly, it seemed like everyone around me had made the decision to move out, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
when did you guys all decide you were moving out? They were moving out because they were getting new jobs, you know, they're moving to the city, living in the apartments. And I was like, I have literally never considered this. And it sort of made me feel this pressure of being behind because I was like, am I at the age where I'm supposed to move out and be super independent like that? I just never even thought about it. And suddenly everyone else around me had already signed their new leases. They knew where they were going to live. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am still a child. The other day I was talking to someone and they had asked me, how's life after college? How often do you see your family? And this was someone who I respect. This is someone who I consider a mentor. And I don't think they realize that I live at home. And so I was really awkward and I kind of didn't want to say it. But I was like, I still live at home with my parents. So, yeah. And then the person was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, mm, I don't want to announce that. Because it makes me sound like a kid still. It makes me sound like, you know, I'm not this independent, mature adult. So the pressure of just seeing everyone else move out made me rethink like should I be moving out honestly there are just so many aspects where you can feel behind in life you could feel behind not being able to land an internship when everyone else is doing it you can feel behind if you can't drive yet when everybody else is already driving that is something that I've definitely experienced I got my license at 18 but have I driven since no simply because driving makes me very anxious and I just can't get it together and just be an adult and learn how to drive so you know in so many aspects you see people doing all these things and then you feel pressure that you're not doing good enough this is where I want to jump into the next topic which is if you think about it there's really no point in comparing your life to someone else's life because Literally everyone's life journey is meant to be different. Like, it would be kind of scary if we were all living the exact same life, following the exact same path. Some people, this is just an example, some people get jobs right after college, other people get jobs three years after college, other people become self-employed. People's lives all turn out so differently. And the best thing that we can remind ourselves is that everyone's journey is different. So it doesn't matter if someone else is getting a promotion or if someone else is moving out of their house because that literally has nothing to do with our own lives. As long as you take a step each day, putting effort into making progress with moving forward in life, then that's all you need to do. It doesn't need to be a huge step. It can be baby steps and you can move at your own pace. It doesn't matter how fast other people are moving, but as long as you put true effort into making some sort of progress and you're not just sitting there then that's enough that's more than enough basically if you listen to last week's episode all about discipline putting in the work as long as you put in some type of effort every single day into moving forward in life whatever that direction may be whatever you want it to be then you're doing great who knows maybe some other people are jealous of the progression that you're making or the way you're pacing out your life. We all want things that we don't have. I don't really know why I said that in an accent. I'm I'm kind of on my last brain cell here because it was probably all that food, but we all want things that we can't have. We crave things that we see other people succeeding in. 
but you're succeeding in your own way simply by putting in effort. If you're in your fifth year of college finishing up your major, it's perfectly fine. If you still don't know what it is that you want to do with your life, it's perfectly fine. Or if you can't find a full-time job right now, it's fine. If you want to switch paths because it's not for you, it's fine. I think the reason why it might seem like everyone around us is, you know, progressing perfectly in life and taking on all these adult things is because a majority of people who vocalize what they're doing currently in life are the people who are confident in saying, I have a job, or I moved out, or yeah, I've always known that I wanted to be a doctor and I'm currently in med school. Those are things that are easy for a lot of people to talk about as opposed to saying, oh, I don't really know what I want to do with my life yet. Oh, I haven't been able to find a job yet. Those are a lot harder to talk about. So while it might seem like all the voices you're hearing are doing perfectly fine, maybe the reality is that a lot of people around us are just like us. Confused, we feel like we're behind, we don't know what we're doing, but because maybe we don't necessarily want to vocalize that because it's quote-unquote embarrassing, then nobody's talking about it. And it really does feel like you're the only one not progressing, even though everyone around you is just the same. To be honest, I think that things will come at the right time. No matter how much we try to force things to happen sometimes, they just don't work out. And maybe that's just because the world wants us to do certain things at a certain time. Also, if other people are pressuring you, like literally they're going up to you and saying, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. At the end of the day, it's not their life. And only you know what's truly going to be best for you. For example, if your parents are on your case about getting a job or you feel guilty because you're not living up to your family's expectations in terms of career or success, as long as you're making an effort to progress, that's what's important. Even if you're not necessarily at the point that they want you to be at yet, you know, reaching your goals doesn't just happen overnight. So you can't force that to happen, nor can anyone else. Your family might be putting pressure on you out of concern or out of love. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's your decision. And so only you can be the one to control how you move forward in life. You know, sometimes life happens. It's natural for all of us to feel pressured and stressed and to just want to cry. But this is also a reminder that there's no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect life trajectory. Life throws all of us different challenges. Everybody moves at different paces. Everybody thinks differently, which means not everybody's life is going to play out the same. And that's okay. One particular person that I know, they're spending an extra year in college and they don't feel good about it because they feel like the oldest person on campus. They feel like they're so behind compared to everyone who's in class who's, who might be a year or two younger. They feel like they could be getting a job instead of you know, wasting their time taking the last of the classes. Like, they're just questioning why it's taking so long for them. And it makes me sad that they think that they're not doing well in life because they're slow. Because from my perspective, I see how hard they're working. Despite how fast or slow it takes someone to complete college, I see that they're working hard. I see that they're putting in effort. Not only that, but they're doing good at it. And I only wish that these thoughts would... I don't know, make them feel a little less behind because that's what I truly think. 
I respect the hustle. I respect the effort they're putting in. And so I hope that this makes you feel a little better too because I see nothing wrong with people who are quote-unquote behind. And I feel like a lot of people don't see anything wrong. And for the people who do, it's not their decision to make. So that was my spiel for the day. Let me know what you think and if there's any pressures that you're feeling as a young adult. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week with another episode of Young Adult Problems. (laughs) 